Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Hello and welcome back to Successful Minds. I'm your host, Patty Baranowski-Schneider. Today I'm joined by Lena Tonbrum, a business development professional and public speaking coach specializing in empowering non-techie coaches to elevate their businesses with generative AI and efficient automation. She has lots going on, so I'm going to leave it for her to tell you more. So thank you for joining us, Lena. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I'm uh, Lena Tonbrum. I live in Stockholm, Sweden. And I've been in the innovative technology business for like many years now. I think since 1992. Yeah, I'm an old lady now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I was an early adopter already in 1992. First, I worked at IBM and then I, I um, was um, creating touchscreens for the Swedish Social Security Agency wow. as a sole owner, actually. That was really early. That was seven years before they had it on the central station. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. And um, then after that, I went into e-commerce 96 already with Shipstep, which was, which was a, which is still a really big company in, um, uh, in newspapers. Okay. And uh, after, you know, I did. Yeah, I mean, the most important things I did after that was when COVID hit. Uh, yeah, I educated myself to um, a public speaking to coach at um, uh, year two thousand, and then when COVID, and, and then I was a public speaking coach for some years, and then when COVID hit, I uh, transformed into webinar speaking coach, okay. and then when. Um, and then I went into these uh, automation uh, tools because I was, we, we will come back to that later why I did that. And then I was, um, and then when um, ChatGPT came into the world in February this year, I was amazed <laughs> because I was thinking, yeah, because I, I thought like, um, for, it will be so much easier for sole owners to run their business. So that's kind of my background. Very nice. Now, can you share yeah. with us your journey from being a business development professional to specializing in empowering coaches with AI and automation tools? Yeah, and, and what's a, a bit, um, uh, it was like, it, as I have my technology background, it was kind of an easy transfer for me, mm -hmm. but I I still needed a, a, a companion, which I have, a, a techie, techie Tarzan, I call him, <laughs> because he helped me when I think this is kind of too techie. And although I'm a techie person, I've been, you know, in, in this area of expertise for a long time. I was thinking that hmm, other non-techie people would need some help from me and him. So that's the way we just started the business, because I feel so much for, I mean, if you try to run your business and you can't get around the techie stuff, then you just drain yourself uh, out of energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now, what sparked your interest in generative AI and automation and how did you start implementing it in your work? Uh, but the, in, uh, the interest for AI is that um, as a solo owner, you have different kind of roles. And you're, you're supposed to be as a marketing person, salesperson, accounting and whatever, support and whatever. 
and you stress a lot. And I mean, in some area you have expertise, and in some areas you are a novice. <laughs> uh, and with uh, ChatGPT, you can actually be kind of an expert in, or nearly an expert in all these different roles, and you can automate it. And that way, you can, uh, as an um, uh, entrepreneur, solo owner, you can have a better quality of life and you know can be more mindful and you can get more time to do whatever you love to do for example spend more time with your family and friends or just spend more time transforming lives so, right yeah a lot of people yeah. um, they get nervous with it but like you say it's really just a matter of taking a lot of the burden off you so yeah yeah i think yeah. you can automate like at least 50 percent of your business wow Actually, yeah. can you explain the concept of generative AI efficiency with authenticity? Like, what does this mean to you and why is it important? Yeah, it, it means to me like um, uh, it's three things. The first thing is like when you uh, generate the content with ChatGPT, it's like um, kind of a, you know, a logical, logical uh, default content. And then you can put your own writing style on top of that. Right. You generate the writing style from your manually created um, um, text, and then it will be your voice and your style with it. And then you can just apply that on top of the generated uh, content from ChatGPT. And then on top of that, you can do these manually corrections that you know change some words, so it really feels like you. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes to authenticity, in uh, for example, you know there are some videos now with avatars. Right. I don't like them at all because <laughs> not in sales anyway, because right. that's not you, not your, your authentic you. I think you should be on video like we are doing right now. Right. And um, uh, if you are creating a course after you have done the selling and then you're creating a course, maybe then you can do the arbitrage thing right. because then it doesn't matter that much. Right. And the third thing is that some people try to clone their voice and they don't do it um correct and they do it don't do it you know so it will be 100% you but they still use it from text to speech automations right. i don't like that <laughs> so i have I, ha I have tried to do this text to speech because i mean if you create a podcast for example then right. chat can create uh, the content together with your writing style and then you can put that into automation just produce the podcast but then it will not be authentically you if you don't do these steps correctly. Right. So I, I think you have to stay with your authenticity and your brand. Yeah, I think, you know, like you say, um, I, I heard even with the, the avatars and the videos that like certain companies maybe have introductory videos or training videos. Um, mm. By all means, you can do that because that takes some of the time away from you to have to sit there for an hour talking about, yeah. you know, whatever. But really, when it comes to personalization within the company, people want to talk to you. Yeah, so I agree yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Anyway, right now, but maybe over time, we get used to talk to these avatars. I mean, we've right. seen these uh, science fiction uh, movies and all that right. stuff. But right now, uh, for the coming coming next five years, at least, I think we need to stay authentic and we have to be real humans right. and have the right combination. Yeah, right. Now, you transitioned from being a public speaking coach to a webinar speaking coach during the COVID-19 pandemic. Can you share some mm -hmm. insights from that transition and how it impacted your approach to coaching? <laughs> yeah, that was really hard because, oh. I mean, I love to be in a, uh, in a room of 12 smart people and train mm -hmm. them in public speaking. 
uh, and you know, I had no PowerPoint slides, and I was just you know having conversations and engaging the audience and writing on the you know whiteboard and flip charts and everything, going around in the room, and I loved it. I felt a flow. Yes, that was really me, you know, my authentic me. <laughs> and then I was supposed to transfer transform that that um, what do you call it, education style on a webinar that's really hard yeah i had to do so many changes so i actually gave up that <laughs> kind of work because i felt i can't do it because i didn't want to do these powerpoint slides and hello are you sleeping or what where yeah, are right, you right. <laughs> so i didn't do that anymore so i instead i transformed into an agency so helping other people you know doing one-to-one -one coaching how can you be better in your webinar instead of right. me doing teaching on the webinar actually right. because i never you know i got acquainted i never got acquainted with it <laughs> so that yeah. was crazy it is good that people get to see the face when they, but it, it, nothing replaces personalization where you can actually see the people yeah. shake hands, you know. Yeah. yeah, and also I felt so, I mean, as I have been training um, people as a public speaking coach, I've been training people who have stage fright. Yeah. And I mean, I was just, my heart was kind of, you know, bleeding for those people for standing in front of this camera and just, you know, how would they feel? So I, I tried to help those people. But some of those people said, well, it's easier for me. Standing in front of nobody was right. easier for some people too, but not for me. So it's, you know, it's different how, how you react on, on, on a webinar and how you, you know, how you can handle it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, as a coach, what are some of the key challenges you see non-techie coaches face when it comes to sales, marketing, and administrative tasks? And how do you approach, how does your approach help um, address these issues? Yeah, of course, they have these uh, techie barrier of entries and maybe they give up to it. They, you know, they get totally drained of energy because mm -hmm. I, I do it the way I always did, uh, did it. Of course, they maybe they don't understand what can be automated. They don't understand what can not be automated. So, so they don't know where to start. So therefore, we have to educate them. So I'm trying to put up some, out some educational material on LinkedIn just to get people to understand what you can do because they don't naturally search for this. A, you know, kind of a educational content about AI because right. it's not, you know, it's not in their heart to do that, really. Right. So so I think they it's like an AI jungle for many people. And actually, we're going to start a, a YouTube chan channel that is AI, uh, a Jane in the AI jungle meeting Techie Tarson. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that would be really funny. And also, we're going to do this, uh, you know, Clark Kemp and, and you know, <laughs> Louise Lane thing, because right. you can do these metaphors. That is really, so I've done the script for it, really. Okay. So, as, as this will be sent in November, I can re reveal it to you. That's funny. So, yeah, definitely. That's really, yeah, I think we need to have some, some, yeah, actually, I was looking for keywords around that. So, the people want the more humor around this, and, you know, it has to be easier to understand, especially for non techy people. So, have to have this kind of a metaphors <laughs> so yeah now you mentioned the use of chat gpt in work can you give the listeners an overview of what this technology is and how it benefits coaches yeah uh, chat gpt actually democratize 
AI for non-ticket people because you you it's um, it's within a reach for non-ticket people because you can just uh, write to it like a friend. For me, it's kind of my best, smartest friend I ever had. I use it every day, <laughs> several hours a day. So everybody can use it, and that makes me so happy. So, and you just have to learn how to prompt correctly to, to use it. And what was the question again? <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, what is the technology and how can it benefit coaches? Yeah, yeah. So once you start to, to use it, it will be easy for you to use it once you understand how to prompt, how to instruct. I think um, you should, shall not just use use any prompt. Like many people say that this is the best prompt and, and this and that, but you have to learn how the model works. Then you're going to do better with it. And um, you can do, uh, if you have a writer's block, you can ask ChatGPT to to get the outline for a, a blog post, for example, right. or you can ask it also to to write the blog post for you. And then you can put your writing style on top of that. And right. in the end, just change and right. stuff. And then you can admin, um, automate your administrative tasks or, you know, uh, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the offer and the invoicing, what do you call it, that procedure. Yeah. Uh, and you, the yeah, the, the the reminder and all that stuff, all that um, uh, what do you call it? administrative accounting thing, right. and also you can um, uh, automate. That's a cool thing uh, from an opt in. If um, some person asks a question on your form, on your form, on your landing page, then it can go to uh, Google Sheet, and Google Sheet can be connected to ChatGPT and reply with a personalized answer. And that's really cool. Nice. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, um, you know, a lot of people get nervous with it. And I guess like what you said before, personalizing it, because it's not 100%, yeah. you know, it's evolving every day and that's awesome, but it isn't 100%, it makes mistakes. And, you know, the wording might not be how you would word it. So it's always mm. important, because I remember one time, um, I had a link to conferences and I had to go through each and every one and say, what, what day was the conference? Like, what was the dates of it? Mm. Where was it located? What was it about? But people yeah. don't realize this was only set up until, what is it, 21? So, mm. you know, I'm not realizing, I just said, oh, this is going to save me so much time. And it came mm. back with all this information. I could have just been like, okay, thank you. Bye. And I looked and I'm yeah. like, wait, that's not true at all. Yeah, it, it was yeah. saying it's in Colorado. Meanwhile, it's in Florida. Yeah. You know, so I, I went back three times and then I realized, wait, it's not going to have this answer because this is current. You know, so yeah. anyway, it can help a lot. But people, you know, I know some people are just lazy and they want to say, okay, it's going to do everything for me. You can't just mm. take what it says and call it a day. You have no. to. <laughs> that, that yeah, that's that's true, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned it because uh, it it writes a draft, and then you check the draft, and then you say okay to the draft. Uh, that's correct. You have to yeah, do that because definitely. I mean today it's not good enough to yeah. to totally automate it. It'll get there quick, but yeah, it, but it is it's super helpful, and yes. a lot of people, yeah. you know, they just they don't understand it enough, so they just stay away. But it can you know for yeah. little little things like even with putting a social media post. I can sit here and research and do all this stuff, say what are the appropriate hashtags, blah, blah, blah. That might take me 20 minutes or it could take me 20 seconds just by asking what's the appropriate hashtags. Bam, there it is. You know, yeah. it can definitely yeah. save time and help. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to do it. You have to do it with caution, right? Because it, it's it's not 
it's not correct answer, but it's, it sounds so correct because ChatGPT has such a self-confidence and yeah. yeah, this might be right, but then you can write another prompt and, and you get another an, uh, yeah. answer or so. And there's so many the variations question. of Jeff, yeah. when you have ChatGPT, Bard, there's a couple other ones and one is like, it yeah. answers a little more personal, you know, it's just, they're, they're various, but yeah, play around with them, see what works and definitely don't, Which, you know, <laughs> don't let it be Which one is your favorite? Which one is your favorite then? I actually like the ChatGPT. I've tried some of the other ones where it's a little more personal, um, but mm -hmm. I think it's it, it's cool. But it, you know, I guess for what I'm doing, it's not like I'm writing a, a letter to my my best friend. It's like a business thing, and sometimes that's not good enough. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. But again, sure. it gives me some ideas, and maybe I can incorporate bits and pieces, and you know, make make it my own. You know, which is what you're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, can you share some success stories of transformation you've seen among coaches who've embraced generative AI and automation tools? Yeah, m many coaches have problem with lead generation, right? So uh, I have a, um, uh, a partner in India who, who does the lead generation from uh, ads to the landing page. But I'm interested in the the when people come to your landing page, how can a, a, a chatbot help you to convert that to a client or at least to a qualified lead. Mm -hmm. So then the chatbot, so it's like a customer support pre-selling chatbot. That one I like the most. And I, and I mean, if you look at all the articles from entrepreneur.com or whatever, they say this industry is really, it's huge, $300 million or whatever. I don't know, remember the names, the, the, the sum, but, but it's a, uh, that can save so much time and increase conversions conversions for uh for so longer so i think that's the most interesting thing yeah and it's 24 you know 24 7 which is amazing because you know a lot of people you know myself included i don't have a lot of patience so a lot of times yeah. you need customer service or you want a response to something and with being an international world what might be my evening mm -hmm. might be somebody else's morning so if they're looking yeah. for a response you know, I mean, having something available, even if it just gets you so far and then says, let me get somebody in touch with you, at least you've acknowledged me. I know you're on top of it and I know I'm going to get a response. But if I have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning because I need an answer, you know, I'm mm. going to go to somebody else more local to me, you know, so it yeah. definitely is good. Yeah. Well, and before it was like the chatbot was uh, pre, pre, was it pre, pre definite what's what you call when they you can't you can only ask a, a particular kind of questions what you call that in english i don't remember but now when they are fueled with ai you can ask anything mm -hmm. and then you can train the chatbot just to you know first reply this question so that you know you can increase sales mm -hmm. and then uh, it's a kind of a method to do that that's what take it charge of that's going to be so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not involved in that process, really. Hey, but hey, if it works. <laughs> yeah, if it works. Yeah. Now, with the rise of AI, some people fear the loss of the human touch. So how do you ensure the balance between automation and maintaining a personal style? Yeah, AI and automation are supposed to be a help, not a, you know, a replacement. Right. So you have to understand how to... Um, how to collaborate with AI actually. So mm -hmm. they are, I mean, for, um, so, so for repetitive tasks, you can use AI, but if, if you, uh, need, um, I mean, for coaching sessions, you have to be 
uh, with the human coach. Yeah, yeah, but that that was that was what we were supposed to yeah. say there. <laughs> no, but it is it, it is you know people want that personal touch, and again, it just goes back to you know it's a help, it's not a replacement because so many people yeah, just absolutely. don't get that. You know, yeah, yeah, they fear it, but yeah, but it, it, it is it's a danger. So. Yeah, but it is kind of cool. Like I watch um, certain TV shows, and like one of them is um is a, a like a show about hospitals. And they now in the, in the one episode I just saw, they incorporated, you know, some sort of AI version of the medical. So as a doctor's operating, yeah. you can see, you know, yeah. like a hieroglyphic version of what you're operating on and it will tell you what to do. Mm. But again, these are human programs. So even though it can monitor everything, you know, it would be still like, it, it's hard to explain, but, you know, it's monitoring, you know, the, the way the the blood flow, whatever. And the doctor knows mm. what he's doing. He's been doing this for years. And now the hieroglyphic AI version is telling them, we we recommend you go through this artery, you know, and the doctor's like, you're telling me what no. program I'm telling you, what I, you know, so he would do it his own way. So it's kind of like a good show about how this can help you, but it doesn't replace your experience. You know, it can help you. You can listen to what it says and think, okay, would that be the better way? But then you have to go with what works, you know. So it's definitely yeah. it's kind of cool how the whole world's embracing it, you know. Yeah. On the other hand, I heard another story about medical doctors. It was actually that the the bot, uh, the the patient found that bot was more warm and friendly yeah. in the response than the doctor. Yeah. And that was amazing because I mean that the, the bots are now more human-like and that's what we're going to see in the future as well yeah well it's funny yeah, then it it's learns scary. You. yeah well it learns you too like i love when it'll answer me it says have a great day and it had a habit of just like you too but then it's like yeah you know, the answer back well i'm just a bond I, you know but it is funny how it learns how you are and and yeah. i agree 100 they could be friendly they could put emojis they they're very mm. warm and, and but like with a doctor you're true they will just point blank this they don't even look at you it's like point blank this is what the chart says deal mm. with it you know but here mm. just try to be compassionate because it's learning how people are and it always just thinks and that's scary robot. too yes <laughs> i think of yeah, my robot i'm like what will, will happen then in 10 years <laughs> when we have taught them how to do it so how to understand humans yes i know this is going to be interesting <laughs> but we can't we can't we can't you know we can't it's, it's like a flood you know yeah. with a, uh, you can't just swim against it you have to <laughs> swim with it and learn how to to yeah. survive in it well, I'm just i, I mean so. you think about it too just people in general you know um if invading other country i mean when you think back of you know in indians used to run america and then you know christopher columbus you know you just learn yeah. to get along it just <laughs> you can't make people yeah. leave so we're here no. let's just ai is not going anyway just learn to work together and try to figure yeah. out what's the best way to make it happen <laughs> yeah absolutely i totally agree <laughs> now speaking of looking at the future how do you see the role of generative ai and automation and coaching and broader business process evolving Mm. I believe that nobody can afford to ignore AI. It's again, it's like a flood. You have to, you have to, to adapt. You yeah. have to adapt. I think if you don't, you will be left behind. It's, it's a uh, lots of opportunities with AI. You can not only use it for content creation. You can use it as a coach. I use it as my public speaking coach. Actually, I get, you know, that's my teacher. 
and you can use it for business strategy and you can use it to improve your coaching sessions together with your client, get new ideas around it. So you can actually, if you, you adapt to this, you can stay on top. You can be the leader of the gang if you, yeah. if you do it correctly. Uh, and I think also in, in, I mean, in a couple of years, I don't know when, and nobody knows, it will be more human-like responses. And then the uh, a bot can do some part of the coaching sessions that is more you know simple, and then the coach can go into the deep sessions together with you know uh, with a uh, clients. So I, I think we're going to see that in the future. Um, and um, I think also with uh, uh, AI, you can get the analysis from the sessions and with the analysis, you can um, improve your coaching uh, right. practice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, cause even with, um, you know, a lot of times how one person sees it isn't how another person sees it. So even if you record your coaching, you know, like I know mm. with YouTube, you can have an hour long, you know, video and AI will just give you a synopsis of what the hot points were or how, you know, how people see it. And sometimes mm. it's it's important because maybe what you think the message you're getting across, AI will say, here's mm. the important part, here's what we're saying. You're like, wow, really? That's what you're taking from this. I need to redo what I'm doing because I'm not getting the message to point the way I think it is. You know, just things yeah, like that. And, yeah, absolutely. And and also, I mean, we as a human, as, as a coach, you are supposed to be objective. But you are subjective, probably, and you can also read about the language and your tone of voice and all that. But if you combine that with the ChatGPT, which is more logical, and you know, you take the 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 best parts of you know a blend of that, then it's going to be perfect, I think. Yeah, and <laughs> I'd like to be say, really good. Yeah, like when you say like uh, it could give you bits and pieces because if you had you know, competitors and you're saying, okay, well, mm. I want to be better than them. But I mean, it could take you hours, days, weeks to find out who everybody is, research them all, watch all this stuff yeah. and then try to, you know, and that's where this comes in, you know, into play because you can just yeah. put in a request and bam, 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 you know, within seconds yeah. you have all that yeah. and that can help you to say, you start your process. Okay. Well, here's what everybody else is doing. Here's what I could do to be better. And yeah. then you do it. And then you tell ChatGPT. Oh. What what did you get out of that? And see if you're yeah. on the right track. But that saves you so much time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you took up this with the research thing, which also is objective, which is good for ChatGPT, which has the logical brain. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to just go out. And now the plugins on the uh, ChatGPT Plus, right. if you don't have the free, just buy this for $20 a month. It's really worth yeah, it. Lots of plugins <laughs> where you can go out and and um, uh, transcribe, uh, uh, have a transcription of uh, a YouTube video and have a summary of that. Instead of looking for one hour, you can just get it and you can read it for two minutes, uh, during two minutes and think, hmm. and then you get inspired or you, you learn things or whatever. Right. So there's so many things and it's really hard to keep up with it because every day it comes new, it comes new tools. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you uh, keep up with it? Well, that was interviewing my, people. <laughs> I know, no, that's what I was just going to say. It's, um, you know, I try to follow people who are in that space, and that's another mm, thing. Yeah. On top of trying to follow it, 
you know, you do get people who post articles and I'll get things where people mm. will give objectives where they'll say, you know, they follow it. Here's the top 10 that mm. they found and the pros and cons and that some of them I've mm-hmm. heard of, some of them I'll say, never heard of them. Let me check them out. But, you know, it's, yeah. it really, it, it's just, I probably get 50 emails a day of all of that on oh. top of everything else. It's wow. just, you know, some of them are repetitive, but there's a lot going on. And it, it was almost like when Bitcoin first was a big thing, everybody was involved. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about, well, that's kind of the same thing. So you have so many people yeah. involved, so many people talking yeah. about it. But it's good because it's half of it I never heard of. I don't have the time to research all of this. So people in the space, it's helpful when they all post their comments and just say, okay, you know, like I love when they give like the top 10 or the pros and cons. It's like, all right, so that's stuff that maybe I should check out, you know, and I've learned a lot from it. Some are good. It depends on the business too. Some might work for them. Really not useful for me. And, you know, yeah, (laughs) hard to keep up. But but it's really, yeah, absolutely. But it's really, really hard to know who knows things about it because it's a rat rat race and everybody wants to take Mm -hmm. a position here. And you don't know which, uh, you know, advice to follow. And And you don't know which AI tool to use because some of the plugins, maybe you also noticed that on uh, the plugins on ChatGPT, uh, scrape content or whatever, and it does nothing. And whatever tool I, I use, I mean, and finally they get this, uh, you know, what they call stop, right. the little, little yeah, round yeah. circle with yeah. it. Yeah. And so don't use it. But, but you know, so it had lots of crap coming out here too. And that's we, why it's kind of an AI jungle. How can you yeah. know? I mean, I want someone who actually tested 10 tools and said, right. this one, you know, these two were the best one. But right. they don't. They just have, you know, they take these lists. You can get the list from ChatGPT in two seconds. <laughs> it's not work. Yeah. yeah. But even but, with but the affiliate thing, marketing, you know, that's another thing. You get a lot of people yeah, promoting this, yeah. but is that legit or is it because you're getting a commission off of it? So it's even 10 times more crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of crap. And, and that's about the future too. I mean, if uh, I was thinking when... Many people are doing this content created, uh, you know, um, uh, what do you call chat GPT generated content. Um, will it be like platforms like LinkedIn will stop all the content that is like 100% or 70% produced with right. chat GPT? So they only want the manual work or not? Right. I'm, I'm thinking that's part of the future. Yeah. What do you think? Um, you, you know, but it is a little it? tricky with that too, though, because there are um, programs that will you can cut and paste, and it'll tell you is this ChatGPT generated or is it per. And the funny part mm. is, I'd say seventy percent of what I've posted myself, it'll tell me it's ChatGPT um, originated, yep. and I'm like, no, it's not. So no, it's not. That's it. I know. I'm like, I physically I, I wrote this myself, but you know, yeah. so that's going to be a little tricky with that because. So many things, like I remember I had to do an article and it was the same thing. The person who was publishing it came back and they were like, you know, you told me this, you did this, but it's, they're not accepting it because it's ChatGPT. And I'm like, I can promise you on my kid's life, I wrote that. And it's like, you know, so where does, where do you draw the line? Because it, I don't know what they're basing it off of because it says certain words. Mm. Well, that's how I talk. I mean, I don't, I, you know, it's mm. GBT learning to talk so much like humans that it can't tell the difference anymore. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it must be really frustrating for someone like you and other people. I mean, you've uh, been uh, written like many books. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw them on, on Amazon. That was way before yeah, chat GPT. Yeah. So you have <laughs> But still, I mean, uh, how would it work? I mean, I heard that it, there was a demonstration in the US about I, I have to be able to make a living on my copywriting skills. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I, I yeah. saw that news. Yeah. yeah and, and what can you do about this AI flood? You can't do anything about it. But, st but still, how can we how can we detect uh, if it's manually or, or chat GPT written? Yeah. In your case, it was not. There's three and people will be suspicious. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. three different programs that I saw and I tried in each one. One was fine. One was saying it was like 30% chat GP. The other one was 70%. And I'm like, these are all wrong. I mean, the one that said it wasn't was, but it says everything wasn't. Even if I took a chat GPT, it says, no, it's totally human. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> is it chat GPT programming these? I don't know. <laughs> but actually, we had in, in our uh, newspaper, Swedish newspaper, it was like one uh, one week ago. It, it said, um, you know, it was an article. And it said, this article was written by chat GPT in the bottom. So there wasn't, you know, it wasn't the Lena Thunblom. It was chat GPT who has written it. And that was kind of a, what do you call it, a game changer. Or it was mind-blowing in a way. So maybe that's a start for you know people to accepting it but what will the skill be worth what worth what will you know my my son is 18 years old and i said to him you don't have to go to to next level in, in school you can just stop after high school and just learn chat gpt and how to handle it and just uh, you know learn entrepreneurship and then you you're home safe yeah I actually, what do you think um, about that well, I actually um, saw or read something where it was saying, Chachi, like, you know how people go to school to become a doctor and they spent countless years and countless money tuition. And they said, ChatGPT, I think it was one hour and it received mm -hmm. its, its medical degree, like in theory, received its medical degree. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, all right, well, then hmm. you're true. Why do we have to go to school for all? Because, you know, there's a lot of doctors now using robots to do surgeries and stuff like that. So it's almost mm -hmm. like, can you just be like a clerical nurse and now the computer will tell me what I mean I don't know I mean it, it is true yeah. I don't know and so many people went to school for various skills but like you said um like copywriters and things like that they're almost not not needed anymore you know so yeah. that's where I always say be a um you know a, a lifelong learner constantly learn new things yeah. and different things because if you just focus on the one thing you do and that's it you're gonna be in big trouble you know yeah, you have to adapt to the changing environment. And, and, and I mean, that's as a public speaking coach. I mean, people can say, oh, write this as Aristoteles would do or as Dan Kennedy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so so I have to, but I have changed. So so I did it a few years ago. But but I, I anyway, I, I think that automations will just, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a game changer, AI automations, because you can get a higher quality of life, I think. Yeah, well, I guess that's what if you're doing. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it all boils down to. You have to accept it, embrace it, mm. know that it's not 100% foolproof, but realize that it can help you to give you some more time mm. to have a life, you know, <laughs> because it yeah. does save time, but it's not a replacement for humans. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> not yet, anyway. We'll see in the future, but we have just to yeah, adapt to it right now. Yeah. And I guess lastly, for the listeners who not, might not be techie coaches themselves, what advice or actionable tips can you provide to help them start leveraging AI and automation in their work? Yeah, I think you, you should 
in your business identify identify your greatest pain where it's most time consuming where you know your energy getting drained and then you go to an AI agency and said can you help me to automate this and see if that would benefit you the most and you just start a you know step by step start small and just do one thing and and you know uh experience the relief you can get from it really so yeah. you know if you can if you can get some boring stuff automated and can get more time to transform lives or spend more time with your family or just get more peace of mind or whatever then you're i mean i i'm in love with it <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean there's so many different i mean when you try to think of things like that like any type of business you know you could be mm you know, a librarian who has to put books and you could say, well, the robot can't physically put the books back. You're right, it can't, but maybe you can ask it, is there an easier way of doing all this? And it might mm. throw at some different things where you'd be like, well, you know, I didn't even think about that. That will help. Mm. Doctor, mm. when they go and they, they, you know, some of them will put their recording in a little um, recorder of their patient. Years ago, it would be someone sitting there, you know, transcribing the whole thing. Now you don't have to do any of that. Speech um, to text, you meant? Yeah. 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 I mean, even now, like yeah. I'm doing, I'm publishing another book, um, and I want to mm -hmm. have it um, audio version, and then also in Spanish. Yeah. Years ago, that would have been a whole big fiasco. No, now I can do this all yeah. online. Press a few buttons; it transcribes the whole entire thing in Spanish. Another one, I don't have to use my voice; I can use AI voice. It'll give me a whole audio. I mean, it's just insane. <laughs> yes, that's saving me money, saving me time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you clone your voice so you found it uh, good? Um, I didn't clone my voice. Um, I actually no, did another one. you used someone else. You can use, I mean, like, it's funny. I did one. I had done an avatar. Well, I didn't do it. It was a company that I used, yes. and we did an avatar. Um, mm -hmm. You can do one where you do your whole face and the whole bit, and it does a video of you. Um, yeah. Like this one, you could take a picture of somebody. Mm -hmm. So there was somebody from London, and I took his picture, and I used a British mm -hmm. voice. You get several to choose from, and I called yeah, yeah. to him, and he was floored. He was like, "That sounds exactly like me," you know. And and the funny part was when I did my avatar, um, people didn't realize it wasn't me, and I even oh, had my grandkids good. doing it and everything. It was so lifelike, and that's where they Whoa. were saying this whole thing with like deep fake and stuff like that, where mm -hmm. like on the news. You know, you don't know, is that person really saying that? And I actually yeah. saw that recently where somebody on, I think it was Facebook, it was a sponsored ad, but they used mm -hmm. Elon Musk. And, you know, if you didn't know any better, yeah. I was looking and I'm like, there it was Elon Musk saying something, trying to get you to buy mm -hmm. this program. And I'm looking and I'm like, that's not him talking. Like you can, if no. you know what you're looking for. And I'm like, that's not, that's, that, that's like a, a deep fake really, but you don't know that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can see, I think you can see. Yeah, you can see it around your mouth and you can yeah. see kind of your mimic if you really study it. So but yeah, can yeah. you uh, reveal which uh, which one uh, you used to to um, your voice? Uh, well, I because didn't do I the voice. Really... I, yeah, I didn't do the voice. Uh, tell you what, no, you did the avatar because I the did avatar, the voice. Right. Was, yeah, I'll tell you. I did the voice. It was to resemble. <laughs> and it was really cool because then you couldn't hear my... Uh, it, it was not like me. It was uh, Swedish... 
you couldn't hear any Swinglish at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I was like a uh, New Yorker, actually. And I was talking oh. like, like that. And my partner said it was so cool. And I said, that's not me anyway. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry about it. If it's, it wasn't like a New Yorker. But anyway, it wasn't me. So, so I wanted to have another, you know, the, the, the cloning that could really mimic me and all my variations in my tone and all my, you know, not really a perfect English thing. So, but yeah, um, we'll I, see if that happened. The one that I used was, well, they changed the company name, but when I did it, it was M-O-B-I-O dot I-L-A or I-A? Mobi. Mobeo. Uh, they're actually now called Hagen. They changed their... Um, mm. changed oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I know that one. It's actually a plugin on, in ChatGPT too. Hagen. Uh, well, yes. Them, but you, you're going to pay for it, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you can do the free one, which isn't as great, or you can pay. But I took the cheaper version. There's one that you pay a lot more and you get it really phenomenal. I took the cheaper version, but it's still, people yeah. didn't believe it. And then the ones mm, with the wow. voice, I don't even remember which one I used. There's several out there. Um, yeah. And the funny part is, like, it, you, you, like, it, let's just say I have a 300 page book. I might not be able to just feed it 300 pages. I might have to do 25 at a time. But realistically, yeah. it, it's going to take me a couple of days to do this if I had to sit here and physically talk this whole entire thing out. Mm. Or it could take mm. me maybe a half hour and I get it done. So it's worth it. It doesn't cost me anything. You know, you pick a voice, yeah. it gives you several to choose from. Um, but yeah. I, I did one book like that, not, didn't publish it automated uh, audio, but I sent it to people who I know didn't have time to read it. And they mm-hmm. loved it. But the funny part was yeah. they know me and they were like, it wasn't the same. It wasn't you talking. But yeah. still, for me, like, I'm like that. I don't always have time to sit and read a book. So when I'm driving or when I'm traveling, I listen to the audio. Mm-hmm. It just makes it so much. If I have a three-hour yeah. drive, this makes it so much easier. So yes. it's just another option. And um, there's so much to choose from nowadays. And I don't didn't really look for Sweden, but I see so many. It's almost like every language out there. But now, like yeah, it's Spanish, too. Spanish. There's various versions of Spanish. So, you know, I'm going to pick mm-hmm. one, and it might not be a hundred percent. But then again, look at Google Google Translate. That's not a hundred percent either. It gets you close yeah. enough, but it's not a hundred percent. It will improve. Uh, I'm sure, but I use the Descript, uh, and uh, but it's it's. I mean, it's harder for me as I'm not na- as I am native Swedish. It's harder right. for me to do it, of course, because I mean everything is better in English. And ChatGPT, if I ask in Swedish, it doesn't right. get the, the good enough responses. So. Yeah, because it's just getting so. That's why my target. <laughs> yeah, that's why my 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 main target group is actually um, English speaking in Europe. You know, okay. uh, because uh, it's ChatGPT is not good enough to use in my business right. in Swedish. Right. So currently, yeah, give it time. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you never know. Probably gonna be better. <laughs> like, I guess anything else yeah. you want to tell us or talk about what you're doing. Um, no, I, I'm just, I just want to, I, I okay, I want a, a coaches to embrace AI and the automations because that's, that's going to improve the quality of life. That's, right. you know, just my, uh, I'm, I'm totally, you know, convinced that you should do it because it's going to give you a better quality of life, but also that you have to do it. Yeah. You, you can't afford to ignore it. Right. Now, I guess, yeah. um, well, one, how could people get a hold of you? And two, I mean, do you post like articles and things like that to help people or yes. give them ideas? 
Yeah, I have a, a LinkedIn uh, uh, profile, of course, and I post articles there. So it's Lena Tornblom uh, at LinkedIn. Lena Tornblom, Tornblom. And I also have a website called aicoaches.se uh, because I'm located in Sweden. And from the beginning, I was supposed to work with Swedish companies. But then I... Um, so that uh, ChatGPT was better for me in English. So then I changed to to yes, English. And the whole world as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. And then I have also a personal uh, uh, website called uh, linatumblom.com. Nice. Yep. Hmm? Well, thank you again for being on the show. Again, that was Lena Tom. Thank you. Tornblom. <laughs> so yeah. thanks for listening to Successful Minds with Patty B. Never miss an episode by subscribing. So thank you again. Thank you for listening to Successful Minds with your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.